Greetings. Welcome to this Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I am your host for this podcast series, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. If I ponder the question of, do I want a real conversation with you? There are several ways that one can approach their exploration. As with most of what we process internally, there is no one way to approach a topic that is guaranteed to fit all people. We each structure a way that works for us while hopefully remaining open to learning new ways of viewing life. My years of working with wellness psychology have taught me the value of clarifying the definition of the words being used. For example, in marriage counseling, it can be quite informative to the partners to learn that each has a different definition, even when they are using the same words. This podcast series frequently encourages each of us to periodically question and seek information on the assumptions and expectations we have for others and ourselves. Performing this task and answering a question can increase one's chances of reaching an informative and accurate answer. Just assuming that each party is defining words in the same manner will generally increase the chances of misunderstanding and or conflict. In this sample question of, do I want a real conversation with you, we can begin with the word conversation. We might ask, is this the same as talking? Talking is usually a part of conversation, but does it convey the same meaning? What are the characteristics of each? Does the number of participants alter the meaning of each word? Does the concept of listening have any role in how an individual defines talking and conversation? What about the role of the word real in this question? What is a real conversation? Is there a difference between a real talking dialogue and a real conversation? What actually makes a conversation real versus being unreal or phony or a counterfeit? One point that seems clear is that it is very difficult to be absolutely sure as to the meanings of all of the words one uses every day with different people. The opposite can also be difficult, such as making erroneous assumptions that we always tend to know the definitions of the words that others may be using in their dialogue with us. These binary options encourages us to consider the concept of degrees. Word meanings can float as we interact with different people at different times. Just this awareness can help us be more effective in communicating with each other. Flexibility in communicating tends to be more effective than having a rigid pattern where no or few adjustments are considered.
If the question, do I want to have a real conversation with you, comes up in a discussion about loneliness, another perspective can be added. Whenever I have listened to individuals discuss feelings of loneliness, the concept of real conversations seems to appear quite frequently. While the factor about having or not having people around is the most frequently discussed area, one usually gets around to exploring the type of interaction and its effect on lonely feelings. Most mental health professionals know that it is not the number of people that an individual has in his or her world that affects loneliness. There are people who can live in the wilderness with only their own company and never even ponder the concept of being lonely. At the opposite end of the continuum are persons who feel very uncomfortable being alone without other people for any significant period of time. More frequent are the people who seem to be surrounded by a large number of persons who still report feelings of loneliness. It is the type of interaction that an individual has with people in his or her world more than the number of persons that affects the presence of lonely feelings. One therapeutic approach to understanding any lonely feelings is to seek better understanding of words like real and conversation. So many lonely people report seeking to have a real conversation with someone, someone who is listening and seeking to understand rather than idle chit-chat. When needed, what can one actually do to make their conversations with others more real? With that idea in mind, let us return to the question, do I want to have a real conversation with you? If the questioner comes from a transactional analysis psychology background, he or she may be referring to the behavior known as past timing. Transactional theory sees individuals as spending the time they have each day in one of six ways. These six ways that you and I spend each day are withdrawal, rituals, pastimes, activity, games, and intimacy. Pastiming is one of the six ways that we as humans tend to pass time with or without the presence of other people. Most pastiming conversations tend to be scripted so that each speaker knows his or her lines well, and usually their roles are interchangeable. One of the most common expressions of the pastiming phenomenon is, hi, how are you? We expect a response of, just fine. Each person knows the dialogue of this interaction so well that they are not pressed to exert any energy to actively listen to the other person. Other examples of pastiming activity would be the well-known scripts of the weather. Sure is hot. Yep, it sure is, especially with this humidity. Or, it sure is cold. Yep, it sure is cold with all this freezing rain around us. I'm sure that you can think of many script interactions like sports, politics, traffic, show business, current events, etc. All of these topics can qualify for pastiming. In references to our questions, we can ask whether dialogues we use to pass time are real or are they even conversations when there is the presence of talking not listening. Are they just verbal exchanges of words? 
Are our definitions of real and conversation affected by the presence of scripted dialogues like these? Each of us uses this type of dialogue frequently when we are around other people. Pastiming allows us to acknowledge the presence of others. Pastiming is a form of verbal touching, just like handshakes and habitual hugs. We can interact without the stresses of choosing the best words or physical methods to accurately convey our meaning. The scripts are so well known and accepted that they can be used over and over and over again. They also require little energy or effort to participate or even practice the skills of active listening. Are these scripted interactions real to all involved? Are they conversations or just scripted verbal physical dialogue? Each of us probably knows individuals who have the social skills to carry on verbal dialogue without having to discuss or disclose many of their own human traits. They often tend to be extroverts who take charge in social situations. After one departs from these people, the basic memory can be that one had a good time in their presence. The question could be whether the interaction was real or even a conversation to know the other person. You may remember the feelings of interacting without actually acquiring knowledge. Does that make it less or more real to you? Another view is that scripted dialogues are not real just because they are scripted. This view is that for a dialogue to be real, it is necessary to create original sequence of words or thoughts. Many people would see these real dialogues as being an example of deep conversation, where lots of energy and focus are required. There is definitely a need to actively listen. Does a conversation need, for example, to have personalized content to be real for you? Many who strive for real dialogue would also subscribe to real conversation as having original dialogue with a sense of connection. Without a sense of emotional connection, these words remain just words. These individuals also subscribe to the belief that these interactions should have some type of emotional reactions on the part of each person present. Generally, the deeper these emotional reactions tend to be, the more likely the conversation is viewed as being real by the participants. With all of this verbal discussion, we can return to the original question. Do I want to have a real conversation with you? How much thought and effort do we decide to invest in dialogue with others? Our preferences can be affected by our word choice, as well as factors like voice tone or body language. Wellness psychology tells us that introspection and self-study take lots of time and energy. Carried to the extreme, one can spend all of their life pondering questions like this and never get around to having the interactions that they like and desire with other people. Balance of our introspection processes can be very healthy for you and me. If I spend hours or days trying to decide if I want a real conversation with you, and I include all of these and other factors into my decision, the resulting dialogue may lose lots of its fun and human flavor. Hopefully, 
I can find ways to have balance in my learning process of acquiring healthy self-knowledge and also enjoying the process of living. Once again, we return to the value of degrees in making decisions about our life. Rather than having a binary choice of whether to have a real conversation or not with you, can we understand, accept, and implement an interaction that has a rainbow of diverse characteristics? Hopefully, the practice of living with degrees in our viewpoints and choices allows us to integrate self-knowledge along with the fun of living with other people. Learning more about self increases these chances. Psychological health encourages us to continue with the process of self-learning and ways that we can use it to be effective and enjoyable in our own individual life journey. This is your friend and host, James Huey. I thank you for listening to me on these podcasts as I share viewpoints from my own experiences with wellness psychology. They are my gifts to you, my listeners. Please join me next time as we continue to explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I always encourage you to value and nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.